Good afternoon to you, uh, uh, Daniela Ellerbeck. Good afternoon, Glenn. Thank you for having me. Yeah, good to have you on the show. Um, what is your reaction to, to the judgment today that, uh, you know, parents are not supposed to spank their kids? Well, I think perhaps before we discuss what Boris A's reaction is, um, yes. to lay it out practically for parents, what okay. this means. Yes. So in terms of this judgment that the Constitutional Court handed down this morning, the common law defense of reasonable and moderate chastisement was declared unconstitutional. Yes. So what does that mean? That practically means that parents who physically correct their children in any way, claim so whether that is a flick on the hand or a tap on the wrist if your two-year-old is throwing a tantrum in the aisle and pick and pay. Okay. Okay. So no matter how light or well-intentioned, you will be committing the crime of assault, and you will be opening yourselves up to the full penal machinery of the state, so the full criminal justice system. So Forest A's reaction to this judgment is that it is very disturbing that the right of parents to raise their children according to their own convictions and beliefs, and what they believe to be in the best interest of the children, has not been upheld. Because remember, we're not talking about... Um, you know, violence against children because mm. child abuse has always been illegal. So if you went beyond the bounds of what was reasonable and moderate, you know, so like a light spank on the bottom, and you went beyond that, you were committing the crime of assault. But what we see now with this judgment is that parents, who even any form of physical discipline, no matter how light, will also be committing the crime of assault. And Again, this sets a very dangerous precedent because what we have is the state stepping into your family home telling you how you must raise your children and also dictating to people of faith because remember, many Christians, for example, you know, will read the Bible and will read Spare the Rod, Spoil the Child and they'll read that as the Bible tells them they have to physically discipline their children, obviously within the bounds of reasonable and moderate and always in love. Um, and you've got the state stepping into the home and telling people how to raise their children and how to interpret scripture, thereby seriously eroding religious freedom. So, honestly, this judgment by Chief Justice McQueen McQueen makes criminals of many people of faith who believe that scriptures command them to physically correct their children. Mm. And they won't have a choice except to decide if they're going to obey what they believe God is telling them or obey the law. And... You know, as a result, good parents of faith who only want what is best for their children will potentially see their families torn apart. Um, okay, I get your point. You know, the fact that, you know, um, the government is trying to interfere as to how parents should raise their kids. But then if, if I ask you that, you know, yesterday morning when I was driving to work, I saw a gentleman with two kids in the car and he was smoking in the presence of those uh, four-year-old kids in the car? What mm. would you say? It, it, I, would say I would say that is a very bad decision as a parent because you are drastically affecting your child's health. And, then and that, it, that is different from a reasonable moderate chastisement because um, there's even research that shows that, you know, reasonable moderate chastisement, so we're not talking about going overboard, you know, we're not talking about violence against children. And that research shows that, you know, a light spank on the bottom or a flick on the wrist, is actually, it can be very beneficial for the child. Okay. And, 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 what, and you know, I mean, we were discussing this off-air with my colleagues, and I said, okay, uh, when we talk about spanking, 
Uh, let's yes. talk about age. How old are these kids? From two years to 10 years, 11 years, 14 year olds? How, how do you learn discipline a 13 year old or a 14 year old? Well, obviously, that would be now completely illegal, whether it's your two-year-old Glenn who is face down in, you know, shop by checkers throwing a massive tantrum, or your 13-year-old. You won't have any recourse to any form of physical discipline at all. The state has literally stepped into your house and made that choice for you. And I think what's important for people to know is that you've now set the precedent that, you know, like this case was about discipline, but you've set the precedent that, one, the state can tell you how you must raise your children. So, again, you know, the state doesn't know how old, I'm just using an example, you know, uh, your two daughters are. It doesn't know that the one is allergic to this, and it doesn't know that the other one has a very gentle personality, and all you need to do is give a look to her, and she will comply, you know. But you've got the state stepping into your family home and telling you, Glenn, you must raise your children like this and removing that choice from you especially in a situation where the social science really is conflicted. You know, there's good social science saying that actually it's good for your children, you know. And um, secondly, you've got the state stepping in and telling you, you know, you read your Bible that way, but you're not allowed to read it and interpret it that way anymore, and you're definitely not allowed to live it out like that. Mm. So you, this case, like I said, it was about discipline, but actually it was about so much more. So, um, does it mean that this is the end? Um, that you have you you are not able to appeal this this judgment? No. So, this judgment was by the Constitutional Court, which is the apex court or the top court in the country. Mm. Now, one of the things that Forest A asked for the Constitutional Court when we argued this matter in front of them in November last year is that, look, this is such a wide-reaching law that actually it should be made by Parliament. Because we're a constitutional democracy, which means that we elect our parliament every time we go to the election booth. And parliament represents us. And parliament in a democracy is the lawmaking engine. So it's our representatives that we elected in this democracy decide how they want to make this law if they want to make it. But, yes, like we've seen, we now have a very far-reaching, sweeping law that affects every family in South Africa being made by the top court in the country. So there's nothing Parliament can do now. Daniela Alabek, thank you so much for joining us on Radio 2000, the Glenzito Superdrive. That's the um, SA Legal Advisor for Freedom of Religion, Daniela Alabek. Oh.